Alright, so we're back um, to reflect on the day's events with the impeachment trial of former President Donald J. Trump concluding and shamefully the Senate in its totality unfortunately unable to convict as most people, most pundits thought as most of us uh, who are not optimistic in justice, who are not optimistic in uh, the way the country is run, that he would not be held accountable because that seems to be one thing or one of the major things that this nation is allergic to. It's accountability. At least accountability when it comes to people in high places or white privilege. They don't want to hold themselves accountable because they see themselves in the embodiment of this same scandalous and criminal former president. When you can look at the fact that this person incited domestic terrorism and attack on our own country, on the nation's capital, on the legislative body, with the same senators who are now deciding or have actually now decided not to hold them accountable with their lives on the line and you do nothing you stand there and you say or you make uh, nonsensical arguments that um, are indefensible at the end of the day now one part of the defense's case I have to admit had me cracking up and that was when they actually decided to pick on the word fight and they decided to chop and splice other politicians' speeches or public speaking events where they use the word fight or the phrase fight like hell. Now, what I found interesting and really funny and comical was the manner in which they edited it so that it would be saying chop, 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 fight, 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 like hell, fight, 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 fight. Everything out of context, right? Because we know this is what they'll do as a tactic. Rather than try to defend what's indefensible, you try to muddy the water, you try to blur the lines and distract and deflect and blame other people and say that, oh, figures of speech in those contexts where clearly everybody can tell that nobody's inciting a riot following saying you must fight like hell because they're talking in a political sense, not in a literal sense. Not in a sense when you've drummed up so much resentment and disbelief in the actual process of the will of the people in democracy and their voices being heard to the tune of saying that the losing side, that they're being disenfranchised, which I find, again, hypocritical and, and just amazing because we know that this country has been founded on that, right? When it comes to quote unquote black people. The backbone of this country, right? The forefathers of this country and this land. You can sit there and tell people, because you lost, you're not happy with losing, that it was stolen from you. And I remember before Trump was president, I remember with the people crying when he was elected president. I remember that sick and weird feeling the night of the election, looking at the tallies coming in. And the electoral votes that were coming in. And before you knew it, Hillary Clinton is lost. Trump is now elected president. Hillary Clinton didn't say, hey, you know what? This election was stolen from me. 
Let's go and storm the Capitol. But here you have exactly that. You have it from the horse's mouth. You have the video footage of him saying it. You have him soliciting foreign nations, foreign powers to interfere in the actual elections of this nation. And still, they refuse to hold him accountable. So what you basically told everybody in the world is the veneer is just that. It's a veneer. You don't really believe in democracy. You don't really believe in justice or accountability. Because if you did, if you had a moral compass, if you had a spine, instead of a yellow string for a spine, you'd stand up and say, hey, not only is this guy responsible for insurrection, sedition, lying, uh, treason, he is an enemy of the state. He is an enemy of the people. He is anti-American. He has made fun of veterans, but he wants a military parade. Just look at the walking contradiction, the selfishness, the fact that everybody he wants to have fealty and loyalty to him, he's not loyal to at all. He would kill them as soon as he could uh, get the opportunity. And the fact that he would still defend that tells you, man, 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 wickedness in high places. That is real. Corruption. That is real. And there's no... How do you look at the children of the future? What do you tell them? What are we to think? How can you preach about doing the right things to people if you can't do them yourselves? You can't hold people accountable. The funny thing also I'd like to note was when Mitch McConnell held up receiving the articles of impeachment because he knew that this was his strategy. You see, snakes have forked tongues for a reason. Here he speaks out of two sides of his mouth. You yell, not guilty, when they do the roll call to say of the senators here, whether you're Republican or Democrat or Independent, guilty or not guilty of the article of impeachment charged. 43 co-conspirators signed their names and etched it into history today that they agree with domestic terrorism, with racism, with lack of accountability, with insurrections, with murder of law enforcement, and spreading feces and urine and all manner of biohazard throughout the Capitol building because they could not accept the fact that they lost. So what are we to understand from this? To me, I think that the future of this nation is gone. It's There's nothing to be said. If you can say, hey... On one hand, here is your, your argument. The articles of impeachment, we it's too soon. There's only two weeks left to, to have a trial before the inauguration, which is bullshit. They had plenty of time. This thing was blatant with a whole world sort. The trial could have been one day, two days at the most. They want to drag it out. No, they wanted to let him skate so that they can then claim after you actually have the trial. Well, he's no longer in office. So constitutionally, he cannot be. Uh, impeached because he's no longer in office. No, he can still be impeached. And he should have been found guilty. They used anything and everything at their disposal. Mitch McConnell wields his power just like Lord Voldemort. If you put a side-by-side or two of them together, I'm sure you'd find that they're probably one and the same. Well, either that between him and Mark Mar- oh, Mark O'Mara. 
That's a toss-up. But the point is the same. You have evil people in high places standing there, pretending to stand on principle. But what they're really telling you, the dog whistle politics of it is, no matter what, it's heads I win, tails you lose. And in the case of America, America lost today. In the case of quote-unquote black people, or I like I call us, God's chosen. Ain't nothing changed. Everything is just the same as it was beforehand. We're not getting anything out of the deal, whether we get a conviction or we don't get a conviction. So for us, we just keep it moving. But the writing is on the wall. When you don't hold people accountable, there's nothing to deter the takeover that is sure to come at some point in the future. Somebody else will study the Donald Trump blueprint and they will be perfecting every tactic and technique utilized in this one term. There's so many points that we can point to and say, hey, how did that get by? How did this happen? How did they allow that to happen? Are you telling me that they knew, they saw this, they had evidence, there was a slam dunk and he was still able to walk? And it's like, yeah. It's amazing. It's It really is. Even more amazing and actually more repugnant was Mitch McConnell's speech after the vote was 57 to 43. And because there was not 10 more senators willing to grow a spine and stand up to this, this low-life scumbag liar, they were able to basically say he was acquitted. But Mitch McConnell could stand there after the fact and basically use the talking points of the house managers, the prosecution. You would have thought, I mean, I, I literally, I was like, am I high? What am I listening to? What the hell are you saying? How in the world can you sit there or should I say stand there with a straight face and say, hey, you know what? Um, I think that he's guilty. He's practically guilty. But um, we don't have the power to hold him accountable. What? That makes no sense. That makes no sense. And so with that, we'll see going forward. Everybody else who was on the side of the house managers, they knew they made their case. They drove the points home. Everything was well laid out. I think that is just the same as the first impeachment. If you weren't swayed by anything else because your fealty is to the party and not to the nation, then you were not going to vote uh, guilty the first time around. Same thing this time around. And it just speaks volumes. So while we're disappointed, we move forward and we see what else will come down the pipe. And a side note, I don't like President Biden's silence on it or his will to distance himself from the whole uh, impeachment process. This is a man who you saw when you were even having a debate with him, had no decorum whatsoever, no class, wouldn't allow you to speak, constantly interrupting to the point where you even have to tell him, for God's sake, shut the hell up. Should have said a lot more than that. But the point remains the same. Why are you acting as if you don't have, you're in the seat now. You're in the catbird seat. You're in the driver's seat. Call it out. Say he's guilty. He should be found guilty and leave it there. But it has to let everybody else know that 
when you're not even able to do that, something else is going on. Some other strings are being pulled from behind the scenes. So going forward now, the agenda will switch to COVID-19, the health care of the nation, the financial care of the small businesses, big businesses, every industry that's affected by this, and how we move forward as a country. But I honestly don't have any faith in the government. I have no faith in the judicial system. I have no faith in these, these people that they put up there. Every single one of those senators, every single one of them, all 43 of them, their names are etched in history. They have to go. They must be removed. Nobody should forget their names. They need to be out. If you can't support the Constitution, if you can't support the oath that you've taken in no seats, you have no business serving. You have no business being there because then you're not representing the will of the people. So if you're not representing the will of the people, then what are you doing? Let's see what happens going forward. Stay tuned.